warning sign. It return to the foundation. This is the head of shine on a notch. Hit from foreign life. Click, click. In your boom, boom, click. Watch this. Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of Yard Abroad. Yard Abroad. Yes. <laughs> so I'm Lakeisha Marie. I'm Zinga Makita. And this is Dato Azu. Yes. So she was on our last episode. So we were like, you know, we asked questions online and we got so many questions from people. So this is about to be like a rapid fire where we're just going to shoot our answers. <laughs> and I was like, why don't we just make this, you know, the more the merrier. Yeah. So Dedo's joining us and we're just going to get straight into, into it. E-T-T, yeah. right? Okay, so do you want to do the first question or should I go ahead? You can do the first one. Okay, ladies. So the topic, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the topic is dating, and the concept slash question is dating Caribbean men versus African men. Dedo, speak on it. <laughs> first of all, um, dating dating has been a bit. Wait, dating where? Dating in Ghana. In Ghana. Ghana. Uh-huh. Dating in Ghana has been. Hasn't been has been non-existent because of my business. Wait, not that I don't want to date. I really do want to (laughs) date. But but you know, uh, having a business in Ghana is just so consuming that I hardly remember I'm single until something happens. I'm like, wait. still single i'm still single but you know and everybody's like oh are you looking but i find that i'm not looking because i'm always looking at my work Mm. you know and they're like oh you know you have a restaurant you should be meeting very cute guys and stuff and i'm like the by the time i remember to look up at the person they're out the door because i'm like okay did they get what they need did you do this did you do this so it has been it has been a challenge and i always have to remind myself to go out for fun or you know when i go to the grocery grocery store maybe look around i might find like (laughs) a little you know a little little snack so it hasn't but (laughs) caribbean men Ghanaian men you know, I come from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. So Toronto, you know, there are a lot of Caribbean men oh, and stuff. Right. And what I can say, I'm not going to, what I can say is, <laughs> there's a bit of a it. difference. Caribbean men More just tell you what it is. Okay. And you decide, that's from my. That's fine. Then you decide what you want to do with the information. <laughs> whether you want to go ahead and date or not. You know I mean? I have a wife, you know. <laughs> that's your business. <laughs> But in Ghana, me have a wife I tree pick me, but I you me one. Oh, exactly. No, no, no. That's true. That's true. But in Ghana, you I don't feel like you're given the option a lot of times to choose the secrecy. The, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I find. They'll that have a wife a lot and of, ten kids yeah, and not but, say anything. Yeah, but the difference—that's the main difference. I feel like you know they tell you what it is, mm-hmm. and then but sometimes it's just really attractive. Like, oh, okay, at least I know what I'm getting into. Right. You feel like you—you you don't have any control, but you feel like you have the control. I can walk away because well, I already know what the situation is. But really, when Meanwhile, you're in, you'll you're be in. crying. <laughs> Time. But, yourself, but yeah, but that's what I appreciate. But in Ghana, in Ghana, men can be romantic. Okay, can 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 be. First of all, our, our video men are men, so I we do need you, to be a little nice. Do you feel nice. like it's a bit intimidating, being that you have your own money, you have your own business, to men? Do you think that plays a factor, or you never thought about that? You know, I've thought about it. Um, uh, you know, 
when when I didn't have a business, everybody says, oh, you know, men these days like a woman who has their own stuff mm. and they have their own business and blah, blah, blah. And then you go on, you have your business and you have money and everything. And then it's like, oh, well, men don't like women who have their own businesses. So, <laughs> yeah, which like is it? So, I just feel like, you know, yeah. there, there are brave men out there who don't care if you have a business mm, or not, right. if you're, you know, who would, but I, it's, 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 it's a bit of a problem, at least for me in Ghana, because yeah. I'm not finding anything worth the my time. The talent pool is a little low, yeah, right? It is. No, it really <laughs> I'll is. I'll say that as well. So as it, an it really entrepreneur, is. it's the same thing. Like, okay, Lakeisha, you've been here for five, six years. <laughs> What's up? How come you're not? And, you know, it's just like, well, because I'm, I'm doing the business, I need my headspace to be on yeah. point. I don't want to worry about if you're out here with um equia and you know se and akosia the other one you know what i mean like i want my headspace to be clear and you need that focus Mm -hmm. so i kind of just backed off from the whole dating thing i mean i've tried it and it was interesting but it's just like you know people are just the level of commitment to deception here like i'm Look, first of all, I'll say this. It's all over the world, first yeah. of all. But we are talking about experience in Ghana, yeah, okay? Yeah. The commitment to deception. Yeah. Nah, man, it's a level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just like that. That, I just. It's too I much can't. to add to a business. Yes. It's dealing a bit with much. that yeah. and then dealing with your business. Look. Why can't people just be cool and honest? Fresh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stale and not fresh. cool. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's 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 regarding the comparison though. I will say this: I always say my people might kill me, but if Nigerian men and Ghanaian men had a baby, they would be a Jamaican a Jamaican man. Yeah, that's true. Really, they would be mm-hmm. a Jamaican man. Yeah. So imagine. Yeah. When they talk they're about Yoruba demons, they talk they're about all in like one. the deception. All in one. But they love you, and they're romantic, yeah. and yeah. they, you know what I mean. Jamaicans yeah. are good. Yeah. They love you lovers. and like five and others. They love yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> their <laughs> their threshold and capacity yeah. is amazing, yeah. like none other. But um, <laughs> but what I like is what I appreciate. I think African men will marry. Right, compared to Caribbean men, they'll That's marry true. faster. They'll, they'll still, they'll still cheat on you. But, <laughs> yeah, but. They will marry, and I feel like Caribbean men, like, that's they, not they really, won't? yeah, that's not really a norm. Yeah, let's just breathe. It happens, <laughs> but it's breathe. not a norm. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. The baby mother, baby father culture yeah, yeah. is more normal. That's true. Unfortunately. But that, that, that's a problem. We're just going to put some coconut oil on this. Right. Our and dating. moving on. <laughs> yes. Okay, so our next question was, is it possible to move here without family ties? without having a family here in Ghana. Is it possible to move here? First of all, yes, it is possible. I am a living testament. Is it easy? No. no. And I think people always ask me why Ghana and all these mm-hmm. other things, and I, t- I tell them about being inspired and seeing wealthy people mm-hmm. who are of color, you know, coming from Jamaica and the States. You know, but I always say I was, I was naive. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. The people who were who are deemed quote unquote data bees that I was hanging out with, yeah. you know, seeing the comfort, I didn't know that that was long money or that the fact yeah. that they come from generation, you know. So when they come here, the ease yeah. is so, you know, they yeah. just ease right into it. So I was like, you know, 
I'm coming back to Ghana. Yeah, I can't imagine. And then I learned. Yeah. <laughs> Quick. You know what I mean? Not to say like, oh, we're so different. But the idea is like I coming here without family and not having ties. You know, you're building from scratch. Mm-hmm. You're using your savings. You're creating something from yeah. scratch. And, you know, when you go out there, you do these events and you, you show up. Right. When you come home. It's you. You. Ooh. Yeah. You see, I I came home it's to my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I didn't have family in Ghana, like my parents and stuff, because I came and I moved in with them, I don't think I would have been as successful because mm-hmm. I'd have to find a job mm-hmm. so I could make my right. rent. Mm-hmm. And that will take me off course a bit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're working nine to five. Where are you finding the time to mm-hmm. be creative mm-hmm. and think of right. entrepreneurial thoughts? You know, so it's... I can't imagine how you've you've done it. Because, you know, sometimes I come home and they're like, oh, how was it today? And I'm like, oh, boy, today was crazy. <laughs> or they're like, yeah, hey, we yeah. did this year. But right. to be and, and not be dating. That's <laughs> tough. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it I mean, is. but to, to answer the question, it is possible, people, but you just have to be super resilient about yeah. it. And, of course, your FaceTimes, your WhatsApp video, you know, yeah. connecting with your family yeah. and then creating some form of a tribe here. That's another That's story. That's true. You know, but having your friends, people who are literally supportive of you, yeah. um, you know, your energy, your spirit will tell you what and who should be around you. And mm-hmm. then you gravitate towards them and you but know, yeah. tap into that. But that 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 requires you paying attention because not everybody I've had to learn the hard way yeah. we all in the last have few all of years. us. Yes. All because have. you know, people befriend you and you're thinking, Oh, you know, there's a cool mm-hmm. person who wants to be but you don't know what, what they want from intent, you. Yeah. Their intent. Mm-hmm. So that that is another story, like you said, because yeah. you know, there've been a lot of disappointments, mm-hmm. there've been a lot of like trifling things happening a lot of trifling <laughs> you know stuff. yeah but it, it's part of it it's part of it but know who's for you for you right. and roll with them know who's not for you and just back off right. you know and but, i think for like for real if i'm transparent about that one it okay if i can give people a hack right because it has taken me years to mm-hmm. be comfortable with being okay with not necessarily having that stereotypical tribe that people so easily tell you to find you know especially coming back here as a jamaican american you're not ashanti you're not Mm away you're not Mm -hmm. you know so when it comes time to family lunches and weddings and you'll start to see that there's a difference really yeah there's a difference and that's then so interesting. Yeah. you don't necessarily and the people who you like um interact with yeah. nobody's properly thinking about you in that that's way that's true they think you're like you're fine and then you are you are engaged with socially but it's never like in a very intimate way yeah so when you realize that and obviously i'm speaking from my experience when you realize that it does feel a little isolating mm-hmm. so it took it took me some time to be okay with you know literally my solitude and being fine with myself and understanding myself enough to attract the right people Wow. Yes. And I will say what helped me is really spirituality. It's not just Mm -hmm. a physical thing. Oh, I'm going to move here. I'm going to find my rent. I'm going to find my apartment. But really being grounded in a way and knowing that what is for you is truly for you. You know, and the hack around that is not trying to like we talk about unlearn 
but don't forget that you've already been raised. Yeah. Right. When you come mm-hmm. here, stick to your principles. Right. Yeah, because we don't value. compromise. Because yes. yes. people come here and compromise right. in yes. the name of business, Ooh, in the yes. name of fitting Relation- in, in the name of relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't compromise. Yes. And it took me some time, and I'm being honest, it took me some time to learn that. But once I got it, and obviously, you know, we're still getting Learning. it. Yeah. <laughs> once I got it, it's like there's this peace. And this level of focus that you attain that will help you and you'll start to realize the fruit of it. It's really interesting that you touched on that because uh, I can tell you that I have never really paid attention to the fact that some of my friends may be alone. Because mm-hmm. it's it's lonely out here and uh, it's part of the reason why leaving Canada wasn't so horrible for me because I felt like I didn't you know when I met my people I had only a couple of months to leave the country so Mm -hmm. I was like well if I had met you guys a year ago I probably wouldn't have left but I just felt alone a lot of the times you know the Caribbean people that I worked with they would meet go have their nails done you know the colors in the hair and all of that (laughs) you wanted some color too yeah I did (laughs) but you know we're on this job together how come and then you know they're speaking about and stuff and I'm like I need to feel like I belong. You know, when when they go out, they're like, oh, this weekend we went to this party and stuff. And, and they didn't I tell you. Felt, no. But at work would be, you know, we'd go out yeah, to lunch right. together and stuff. So I was like, I'm never really going to be allowed inside mm-hmm. of the family. family. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's, it's really important because without my family, I don't know how I would have survived in Ghana. Right. Because at the end of the day, when I go home, it's like, oh, so what happened today and stuff? You but have to think someone. That, yeah. Yeah. To think that... People here who have, you know, and I have lived here half most of my life before I had left. So it must be a very, it can be very lonely. And I think from the, my perspective as coming to Ghana for a man yeah. <laughs> and, being, and being married, I feel like that initial part, like you do feel like, okay, even though you have your man or husband or whatever, yeah. that's kind of like his family. I don't speak the language. I feel pressure like, oh, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to say the wrong things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to learn the culture. Still, after yeah. being here 10 years, I really feel still feel like I'm still learning but yeah I feel like that whole finding your tribe thing even when you're married to a Ghanaian can be tricky Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be tricky because you have the aunties like imagine what it feels like so you're like I don't know it's kind of like you're nervous you don't want to mess up you mm-hmm. don't want to like but the same just, time you gotta live your at life at the same too. time you have to live your life yeah. and be yourself and I think it got much easier for me once I started having my own children and yeah. mm-hmm. just going through that phase of Sifting through who's what works real and what, okay. and who's not yes. and what works and yes. just learning about the culture itself right yeah. gives you some type of understanding of maybe it's not how I think it right is or maybe they're really not trying to offend me. This is yeah. just how it is here. Right. Yeah. And I will literally, I will say literally January 2020 is mm-hmm. when I like got a clue about myself in reference to being properly grounded. I was in a space for a very long time where I did feel isolated. Mm. I did feel alone. And what was what happened was, oh, this is a vulnerable share, guys. <laughs> oh, let's do it. <laughs> oh my God. This let's is do it, like, let's do it. This is like my business. <laughs> Your business, girl. But you know what? I'll say this. Yeah. I didn't know until this year 
First of all, my yoga teacher, shout out to Darling, <laughs> Yoga Studios, Namaste Yoga. She, we were talking about this and she was like, and I was open because I was like tired of myself. I was tired of this yeah. experience. And yeah. I literally came into a group of women um, during one of my yoga sessions and I talked about it. Like, I'm tired of going from survive. I'm tired of being in survival mode, yeah. whether mm -hmm. it be relationship wise, business mm -hmm. wise. I'm this year I'm thriving. I'm tired of being in survival mode. How do I come out of yeah. it? You know, and I gave some explanation of what I meant by survival mode. And Darlin said, sometimes seasons come to teach you something. Mm -hmm. What has this season come to teach you? And I literally prayed and meditated about that. Long story short, because you know I'm long winded. <laughs> <laughs> y'all this is what i found out i had created or i developed an insecurity not about myself because i'm jamaican and we're confident okay not about myself <laughs> but about my situation mm. oh i'm alone yeah. i don't have real people around yeah. me people are fake yeah. the commitment to deception is real you know so you're telling yourself yeah. this yeah. Over and, and over. what's happening is you're creating a culture inside yeah. so this is what you're saying to yourself and when you say these things you believe them and, and when you, you believe them more. you attract That's them right. even more That's right. literally 2020 january 2020 it like became i became aware of it yeah. and i literally had to write down what the lies or the agreements mm. that I had made with myself and then figure out what the truth is. Right. Oh, I'm alone. Are you really alone? Right. Yeah. Lakeisha, you're Christian. God is always with yes. you. You know, whatever your belief yeah. is, mm -hmm. you got to fire back at yeah. that thing because I think it's very easy for yeah. us. Once we're triggered, mm -hmm. we create this momentum of belief and then you That's don't true. even realize it that you're attracting the same thing that you don't, don't want. want. That's yep. true. Right? Well, you know what? Um, my experience is opposite yours. Mm. I have been, I've had to, like in 2019, I closed myself up. I was very exposed. You know, uh, Tiba didn't have a, I didn't have an office. So I was exposed to the world, literally. I would sit out and people would come to me. Friend, pe people would become friends with me. I wouldn't be friends with people. Mm. Everybody mm. thought they were friends with me. Listen, so that's a I real thing. Hello. As a book. I was open <laughs> as a book and I would I was receiving all the stuff. Some positive, some negative. It was it was just too much. But it got to a point where I had to shut myself up and say, I need to protect myself because huh. not everybody who comes to be friends with me mm -hmm. is a friend of mine. Right. That I've chosen. Or that I I didn't choose my friends. Right. My friends came to me. Mm -hmm. So it, it, you know, when I decided to close myself up, I said, I'm not gonna allow myself to be so open anymore. And when I mean open, not even like I was literally open mm -hmm. sitting out there so right. if makita comes in every day makita will get me every, every day. day and naturally friendships develop that way right. but i don't really get a choice in choose in in who i feel is good for me mentally mm -hmm. um you know inspirationally all right. kinds of stuff mm -hmm. so it was just for me it was too much and so when i when tiba stopped i was happy that I had to stay indoors mm. and stay with myself because I realized that I had actually missed myself. Yeah. Right. You know, so 
every time that someone comes in and I pretend that, oh, I'm not the owner, it, it makes me feel really good. And I do that sometimes because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. I don't want people sitting in front of me it's all like the time. It's like you're a therapist, and right? Right. Yeah. And then they create friendships with me. And I'm, I mean, I'm not perfect, just like nobody right. is perfect. But I would like to choose my friends. Right. I don't want, want my. Fr- mm-hmm. I don't want people coming to me enough times so that it feels like, oh, well, we are friends. No, we're not. <laughs> we just, we just happen to spend every Who day together you? because right. I Gato is my good friend. And I do have some really good friends that I really, really love who love me back. But they're also friends who I feel are in my life because of, for whatever reason, which doesn't serve me Mm -hmm. as a person. So I just prefer myself being close now and then I get to choose. I hang out with you. I feel like, ah. Uh, something about her <laughs> I leave it alone right. I feel like Charlie she's got good vibes I'll give you a call mm-hmm. and so I can nurture my own friendships yeah. Yeah. you know not have friendships th- I don't right. know if it well, makes sense no, it I, makes I, sense I know, I know it's exactly like what people throw their friendships at you and yeah. you're like oh well and I'm when you're not you aware when you like you yeah, when you have your yeah. boundaries yeah. and you choose <laughs> so now now it's a little different now it's like Oh, if I like your vibes and I feel like, oh, we should hang out, right. let's hang out. But if I don't, I don't feel like if you come the next day, you're necessarily going to see me sitting out mm-hmm. there right. to sit in front of me, you know? So it's this, this has been good. So I like that. It sounds like we have developed more of a command on yeah. our internal space mm-hmm. and on our space, how we let people in and how we even talk to ourselves. I, our experiences are the opposite, mm-hmm. but... I guess if there was to be a nugget or a hack for people listening, um, you know, it's about being aware of what you're telling yourself or the agreements you make with yourself and also being aware of how you choose and who's choosing you. Mm-hmm. And is that yes. whoever choose you, mm-hmm. is that your choice? Mm-hmm. And does it serve you? And do you have to choose them back? And do right. you have to choose them back? And you don't. Right? Yeah. So thank God for awareness, I yeah. would just say. And thank knowing God for yourself. Awareness. And it took knowing years. Who you are. Yeah. January 2020. That's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hack for people yeah. listening. Yeah. What is anyway, our next question? Let's go into the next question so we could wrap this up. Cost of living. Okay. So this varies. <laughs> <laughs> Cost Rents. of living. Who <laughs> child? First of all, I'll say this. If you guys don't know, there is a financial culture in Ghana, which is very cash intensive. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a space that operates on credit No, for my <laughs> fellow Americans. Um, not that all Americans operate that way, but some people think that, yeah, no. I can pay monthly. Nah. Right. Nope. <laughs> so like the, the norm is to pay, you know, one year up front, sometimes two. There are some places that will let you do monthly. It is yeah. getting better compared to like five years ago. Yeah. So cost of living. Wow. It depends on where you want to live. It if depends you're trying to move to Ghana on your level. Cantonment, yes. Which is my favorite area. I love cantonments. <laughs> that was one of my first apartments when I came back and we paid out the nose. How much? Okay. So for example, how much did you pay for okay, an apartment Okay. So we were in a two, I had a, a roommate. We had a two bedroom apartment at the residence and that, I think at first she was trying to charge us almost $3,000 a month. month. And then we got it down to about 2002, 2000. She said dollars, guys. Dollars, guys. Dollars. Right. So that was at first. And that's when I didn't know. But what I will tell you guys is you don't have to come and spend this expensive. You don't have to do that. You can literally find a nice space for five, six hundred dollars a month. 
two bedroom. You can find a roommate. You can split it. You can find a $600, $700 a month apartment rent one part of the room out, get a roommate. There are different ways to do yeah. You don't necessarily have to go that expensive route. But this cost of living thing is about your standard, what yeah. you like. Because some people coming from the, the West, they can't deal with no power, no generator. Yeah, right? So... You mm -hmm. know, I want all my utilities, okay? Right. I don't care where I'm at. True. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna cost you. <laughs> but like my my little apartment, my little two bedroom apartment, I pay now it's almost six hundred, but I was like I would say like five fifty. That's dollars. Dollars. Okay. That's and it's decent. actually in CDs. But what? when I do the oh. when I do the conversion, it's like five, five fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Two bedroom. And the space is separated, and I Airbnb out the back. Uh, I've had roommates. Sometimes yeah. I don't have a roommate. Right now, I'm Airbnb during year of return. I Airbnb yeah. out the wazoo. Ghana's not cheap. And it's no, right. it's not cheap Ghana's at all. actually really expensive. Can you, you know? survive in Ghana without a car? You can survive, but you're going to be paying. Yeah. It yeah. probably makes sense to yeah, get to a car. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. But what about, like having a family like that's totally different this is you know you're single well but having a family is different because again i came here for my boo and my boo took care of me so <laughs> and that's a reality yeah ladies yeah. if you find them keep them yeah. <laughs> okay there are some benefits so, <laughs> so my experience is different so don't watch me please <laughs> But you know, uh, you what go I have home. to say is a lot of people come to the restaurant and they they say, "Well, this is Africa. This is you, New York prices." And I'm like, "Well, I know you came to Ghana thinking that you were going to buy things for three cents, but Yo. news flash, news flash, Ghana is expensive. Ghana is really expensive. So don't come in thinking that oh, you know, you're going to eat for two dollars a day, but you want to eat like burgers in Africa. Yeah, this this Ghana is expensive. Ghana is expensive. Even when you Generally. go to the grocery store, yeah. like a box of cereal is what like seventy, right? Seventy, seventy, thirteen dollars, thirteen exactly. But then there are some people who say, oh, but you can buy two CD jollof. Let me tell you something. If you'll you want to risk your of, health, you'll be buying a lot of emodium. Yes, you'll you be need to know emodium if you're moving to Ghana. And paying, <laughs> yes, paying hospital bills because yeah. you're always sick. Yeah, there's a trade-off. But it's not. Oh yeah, and also people don't talk about healthcare. Ooh. When they move here, I don't mm -hmm. think people think about that. You're paying cash for any type of yeah, medical right. situation. Right. Anything you buy a house, yeah. you're paying cash. Yeah. Right. You know, so cash is heavy here, and it's not cheap. You just remember that. And yeah. stop making reference to references to oh this is Africa. You, you right. so? so that is why <laughs> it's expensive. Like, I'll get breakfast for three dollars, and then I look like really? this ain't New York. Okay, yeah, this is right. Africa. Economies of yeah. scale. Hello. We didn't get through all of the questions, okay. but this was really good. Yes, and for the most part, we'll always be here, and we're going to. <laughs> We'll continue <laughs> answering questions, but we are up for this episode. Oh, thank you so much, Dato. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. sipping on your tonic gin and with tonic. Gin, gin and tonic, tonic with cucumber. Yeah. And, and it didn't like cost this. $3, guys. No, it's a lot more than that. <laughs> right. Yeah. But overall, it's 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 good to be back. Because, you know, one thing I, people are like, oh, how do you feel? I've uh, Since I've been here, I've been feeling alive. For the mm. last 10 years, I feel like I'm making new memories. When I lived Amazing. in Canada, 
I didn't make new memories. It was the same thing, going to work the same day. But Ghana is like so chat. I feel like I've gotten smart and I've gotten dumb at the same time. Because, you know, I had to figure so many things out. So my mind is always firing. I'm like, okay, how do you do this? How do you do this? And I'm making a lot of memories with a lot of people and stuff. And there's movement. Everything mm -hmm. is moving. Good right. or bad, it's moving. Right. So I, I honestly prefer this. If you ask me to choose this place again, I would choose it. And um, I can't imagine myself being anywhere else at the moment. Amazing. Me like, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here, so it's honestly. Great. You know, we'll, we'll yeah. bitch about it, about Ghana and all of that. Right. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day this is home. It's, right. It's and home. we're creating legacies. We're yeah. creating the realities we want. And I think that that's mm -hmm. power, you know. And for me, like, if I was in America, could I really jump up and say, oh, I'm doing a PR agency <laughs> and I'm doing a Jamaica restaurant right. and I'm doing a podcast? Yeah. I mean, you probably could, but right. it would take you so much yeah. more. Mm -hmm. Um but to be able to add to this space and grow it, it's not yeah, easy. Grow it, you yeah. know, I I think it's... But there are a lot of loopholes. Because, you know, one time I said I wanted to vend at a, a festival in Canada, like the art festival or something. So I pick, I picked up a registration for... It was this big. Uh -uh. Wow. And I was like, I would never be able to open a restaurant because I like to do things my own way. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. said, if I wanted to open a restaurant, it would probably take me 10 years. And wow. I have to fill out all these... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Very, like, make sure your alcohol mm -hmm. is at this temperature. Mm -hmm. Your teas are... Like, it was a lot. And I was like, I better go home. When you come home, I mean, you could pay people off and say, you know, <laughs> let, 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 let this slide. Let this slide. And then, right. you know. Right. So, but thank you guys so thank much. Thank you. It's been good. Thank you, Zeto. fun. Hope to have you back. Yes. Um, yes. Guys, as you know, follow us on Instagram at yard.abroad. Keep it locked. Stick and stay. Shout out to GRC, our producers. Um, GCR. GCR. My bad, guys. <laughs> GCR. Okay. GCR. Um, shout out to you guys. Thank you. Until next time. Whoop, whoop. Until next Yada time. Yadabraj. Don't we have a pop, 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 pop? This has been a Gold Coast Report production. I'm going to manage when the kids from foreign are out to do damage. Whoa. Hey, how them going to manage when the kids from foreign are out to do damage. Whoa.